do the majority of women working here wear bras? It's a family matter. It's my responsibility as a father to find out. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Pretty good. How you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Busy today. Did you have good couple of weeks since our last sure. show. Sure. Yeah. I can't think yeah. of what I did, but sure. <laughs> but uh you must you must have watched something, right? Oh, yeah. So, Is that your segue into what was, did yeah, I watch? That was, that was my segue in. That was smooth, Mike. Very Thanks. smooth. Catch um, Yeah, what did I watch? So, uh I think some of the stuff I watched the finales of Loki and Bosch Legacy. I think Bosch Legacy. Wait, wait. Actually, I don't think it is the finale of Bosch Legacy yet. Never mind. Okay. But Loki was the finale. Okay. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Put it that way. Uh, and I can't you know, talk to you I, about I it yet. So I haven't started watching it yet, you know, because I'm like it's I watched it with the kids before and the wife, the whole family. We we got into Loki. So waiting for everyone to get back together again. Who knows when that will be? Thanksgiving maybe. We'll binge. But um yeah. I'm thinking um Loki, the first one, I I guess I followed it, but it was like borderline confusing, right? And I could see, I could see building anything off of where that left off would just leave me confused. Yeah, so. yeah, I I'm looking I, yeah. forward to it. And then um, I for the I did see the first episode of the newest season of For All Mankind that started again. Okay, you liking it? Yeah, I mean, it's just getting underway. They're on Mars now, and they have a Mars colony in the alternate reality of 19... Oh, I want to say it was 80-something, I think. Wow. And is that... I can't remember what year like, it's supposed to be. Had we continued... Remember like I said that's the show that was like something? the... Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, gotcha. So like the you know the Soviet Union didn't fall. We're friends with them still, and that's you know we're like still. the two powerhouses working together to have the colony on Mars and stuff. Well, yeah, they could go yeah, wrong so, in so many ways, but yeah, I should say we're not super f- great friends, but we're friendly. Let's put it that way. All right, um, and then. I did so. I watched the first two episodes of The Fall of the House of Usher. It's a new Netflix show. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> so I got to be honest. The first thing I think of is Usher, the musician. When I right, that exactly. Yeah. Well, this is you know it's based off of the Edgar Allan Poe poem, uh, but I you know it's obviously set not quite modern. Well, I don't know. They go through multiple time periods. But more current than the, you know, Poe story from like the 1800s or whatever that was. But um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I watched two episodes and I don't know if I'm liking it. Let's put it that way. Really? Like they, they, and they have the people like they're like really extra weird just to be weird. Does that make sense? No, I shouldn't say yeah. just to be weird. They're making them really comically weird. 
I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it without giving too much over away. Over the top. Over the top. Weird. Yes. Yes. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I'm into it. I know some people said it's really good, but it's, you know. And the, the funny, so it's the same people that, same dude that did uh, how, The Haunting of Hill House and Blind Manor. So it's like a lot of, almost all the actors are from those movies, those miniseries too, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm not sure about it yet. And the other thing I, I think I've So been, it's very intellectual. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. But then uh, I'm still been, I've still been watching like as background noise half the time, uh, Chicago Mad, because there's like eight seasons. I'm on like, <laughs> my wife keeps like, how far along are you? I'm like, in season four now. <laughs> and the funny thing, so the thing is I noticed about the show, it's like, I mean, I know it's a fictionalized thing, obviously, but I'm like, man, if doctors are like this all the time, because every episode there's always like, you can't do that. That's against the law. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Damn the I'm consequences. Sure it, I'm sure it happens. They just don't say it out loud. Yeah. So there's a lot of that like in almost every episode. And it it gets to a point like when you watch that many of them in a row, you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this like is getting to be a little much. And then one of the guys gets like wrapped into an FBI sting operation. Like he's like their CI because he – met with some dude who's from his old neighborhood. It's in Chicago. And, like, the guy, like, needed medical help, so he went to his house. He's like, hey, you still have that uh, haul, right? Because he's getting married. He's like, yeah, I'll give it to you for a cheap price, you know. And they're like, hey, you made a deal with this mobster guy, so now you got to help us. (laughs) Yeah, right. And his his brother's a cop, and his brother is powerless to stop it because, hey, he's like, this is an FBI thing. And then, of course, he almost gets killed and... I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's a little much. Exciting. Yeah. And uh that's about all. All right. I um I watched a couple of things. So I'm still on my uh, Walking Dead kick. So uh Fear the Walking Dead started the that spin off. I'm in season two now. Okay. I think there's like I don't know, eight seasons or something like that, but um so I'm digging it. It's you know it's cool in that it's like, um, you know, it's got one core principle. It's the same as Walking Dead. It's just, you know, kill zombies. Yeah, bottom and line, stay is alive. There, there's there's zombies, but it's a completely different story, in a different area, and it's interesting. I mean, it's like, you know, I could see you could make dozens of shows like that. You know, really, but so far it's it's pretty good. Um, and just then, be like different cities, like NCIS yeah, or CSI, right. right? They just said different cities. Ex- yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Walking Dead Boston. I, w- I watched um, – well, I started to watch the Gotti like, limited series on Netflix and, you know, John Gotti. And um, yeah. I thought it was going to be – better than it was and I, I just lost interest in it like half who's in it who's John in that Gotti. one <laughs> no who, I mean I mean, it's an actual it, documentary oh it's a documentary okay I'm sorry I thought you said <laughs> yeah. docudrama like it was like a no 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 okay. that's like you. a limited series but it was a documentary in it yeah I mean I don't know maybe the environment wasn't right for it when I was watching it there were some other things going on so I just didn't find it too interesting but then um watched um uh, reptile uh 
Is that a Je- Justin Timberlake? Uh, it's another Netflix Netflix movie. Uh, Don't know that one. Does he fight like re- a big alligator? It's not. No, I mean I'm not even sure why they called it reptile unless it was just oh. like cold blooded. But like his wife was killed, and there's just like a murder investigation thing. And okay, uh, to be honest. I watched it like a week ago, and I can't really tell you what happened. But <laughs> you already forgot it all. It's yeah, a good sign. Was, I mean, it was just you know something to watch. So yeah, love me a good JT movie, but um, yeah, I don't know. You do okay. Okay. Not well. I mean, not really. But <laughs> uh, I think that's about it. That's all. I. That's really all I've watched. Okay. Don't fit too exciting. Sounds good. But, so. Uh, that brings us to our show. We our show um, of the week went back to. Well, this came out what seventy seven, right? Yeah. Do you hate me for suggesting this after you watched it? Now, do no. Why? Why would I hate you, Mike? Because it. <laughs> I, like, all right. We'll just. I mean, the show is eight is enough. Yes. I, and for me, once is enough. <laughs> so. So, yeah, season one, episode one, never try eating nectarines since juice may dispense. At first, I thought it was like like one of those directions you get on something that comes from another country and they're trying to translate it into English. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, you know, those things, you know. Yeah. Do not put hand in toaster. Right. You know. I, blow up I, I had something. no idea what the, I was like, this is the most bizarre. Well, they do explain what the meaning is, and it was. They do. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Um, so, yeah, so it is enough. Uh, dad, Nate, kids, and a wife. So, a couple things. One, I did not know as a kid that this was based on a real person and a book by a real person. Oh, I did see that, that it was a, based on a book. I didn't realize that it was based on a real person. Yeah, so he wrote a book about himself. Um, his name was, hold on, let me go back to where it was again in there. It was Tom, but it was like uh, Tom, Tom. Was it the name they used in the show? Tom Braden. Okay. So, so What's the name they used in the show? Tom. Tom Bradford. Bradford, okay. But so you look up him, he's like Tom Ward all braided. And I'm like, okay, so why would they, you know, pick this up? But he was uh, in the CIA first before he was a journalist. So I'm like, okay, so he's a little more interesting in real life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. <laughs> you I know, see how that could be. So, yeah. So he, you know, he lived an interesting life before uh, going out. And then he came in, and I guess what he did. Which I know happens later in um, Eight is Enough where Bradford owns his own paper. But right now, I don't believe he's actually owning one. He's just working at one. But he, in after he leaves CAA, the real guy, Braden, he bought a paper in uh, Oceanside, California, the Blade Tribune, that he bought on a loan from his friend, uh, Mr. Nelson Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Oh, wow. I don't say what. I don't know why I said Rockefeller. Rockefeller. <laughs> he's a rocker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, sweet. and he was very, you know, into California Democratic politics. He's part of the California State Board of Education. So, he's, the, you know, he's a more interesting character than at least this. Yeah. This they person played is, this shit down. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he wow. did write an autobi- autobiographical book called Eight is Enough. 
And because he did have eight kids in real life. So maybe they figured, hey, it's a little hard to get all the cool shit in on on this show. So we're just going to focus on the family and make it a, a family show. Yeah, they could have gone with so the cool stuff, happened. though. That would have been that would have been pretty cool. Um, wow. They could have had okay. him, like, every once in a while, some, like, KGB agent comes to the house looking for him or something right. like that. Like, and he's got to take him out. Yeah, exactly. He's like he goes into the cellar and pulls out like <laughs> multitude of ammunition and different weapons. Puts a bullet in his head or something. You know, the guy at the front door, or like long range, he sees him coming. And then he's got to hide the body before Nicholas comes home from school. Right, right. <laughs> Some kind of chemical burns the body away. Right, just lie. You know? Right, yeah, lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like no, that. none of that happens in this show at, at all. Not in this version. No. No. But. Um, yeah, and I, when I was a kid, I'm just going to reach back for a little bit. I never really watched the show. Uh, I want to say my sister was a big fan of it. Um, I didn't realize it was supposed to be a comedy. Uh, I would call it a dramedy, as they. I say. guess so. It had a laugh track. It had a laugh track, and I I want to say I'm going to guess the laugh track was only in this first episode, but <laughs> okay. I don't know. That could be. Uh, that would admit, you know, one of those things yeah. where like, yeah, let's put you a laugh track in. Out. Yeah, I don't think this, I don't think yeah. this is working. <laughs> yeah, laugh track outside while they're playing soccer or football. That's not, uh, it's not going to work. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, they had a crowd. All right, let's go. Where do we go? Start us off. So we move right in. At first they show like an empty football stadium. And I'm like, so we're going to do something in there? But then it kind of pans over to the left a little bit. In an open yeah. field. And uh, was, there's some people true. getting ready for a big picnic. At first, I thought maybe it was like just like a um, like a family reunion picnic. But it's like the Bradfords versus one of his friends, Dr. Uh, Maxwell. The Maxwells, I guess. And I guess yeah. this is like a regular like football occurrence. It's like a weekly you know? thing, right? Yeah. So it starts off with the, the two dads like singing the national anthem. <laughs> Right, I'm like, right. okay, weirdos. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just like a big fo- – that's how it starts off. It's a football one. Yeah, and so, they had and, Nicholas because he's the youngest. He gets to call a toy- coin toss or whatever. Yeah. And the other family, Did how many people are in that family? They didn't say. They had enough to match up, so I'm guessing they, like, recruited okay. neighbors because – okay. One of the kids even make you know mentions later that she gets kind of made fun of for having so many brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. Which, Mom, that's I get weird. kind of made fun of for having a big family. Who does what? <laughs> no, that's not why they're making fun of you, honey. Right. There's other reasons. Right. But, yeah. Um. Did you notice uh, Dick Van Patten had a tattoo? He did. Did it say yeah. CIA on it or something? I, could, I didn't know it said. Or whatever it was like a CIA upper person arm, would have. You know, upper, like, l- below his shoulder. No. He had short sleeves on. I could see it in the football game. And Maybe. Uh, I, bet, I wonder if it was some sort of thing to signify that. That's that's how they got maybe, it in there. Maybe, because that's not the image of Dick Van Patten that I had. Right. Because I think um, – I know I said he was in the CIA, but we, I think the dude was in um, just in the military like Burn? special forces. Yeah. If you're in the CIA, you probably don't get a tattoo yeah. that says like. Right. Yeah. 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 Spy. <laughs> you got to keep that, keep that on the DL. But, uh, uh, maybe not. Okay. 
But yeah, maybe, well, maybe you get one when you retire. Former spy. Yeah. yeah. Ex spy. Ex spy. That'd be actually a cool tattoo. But yeah. Um, Ask me about. And that also, I guess did. before we get too deep into it, since we got the whole family on the football field here, uh, the cast. I feel like changed up quite a bit over the yes. years, or at least after. At just first. after this first, well, a couple changes after this episode, and a, one big one later on. Okay, and I, I do want to say now that we're talking about it, I remember watching a couple episodes, not this one, but I yeah. do remember watching a little bit with different actors. Right. So, who was the biggest change you noticed right off the bat? Uh, Mark Hamill. Yeah, Mark Luke's, Hamill. Luke Skywalker yeah. himself was in this first episode. Right. Like, he was signed on to be a full-on cast member, and I guess he basically went to them like, dude, I need to get out of this contract because I want to make this mo- little movie called Star Wars. And they let him. <laughs> yeah. Back then they did. And then what? Freaking Tom Selleck can't even get out of his to do Raiders of the Lost Ark. What kind of bullshit is that? Oh, really? I didn't know that story. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, they wouldn't let Tom uh, Tom Selleck out. That's why he didn't get the role. Dude, pull your shit together. Do both. Like, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Michael J. Uh, Fox. Michael J. Fox. Doing, yeah, uh, he was flying yeah. all over the country. Yeah, of course, uh, Tom Selleck was a little older than Michael J. Fox. He probably <laughs> didn't, uh, and in Hawaii, probably, right? Yeah, uh, need a little more sleep. Yeah, but going to L.A. to – oh, actually, they went in, like, Tunisia and stuff like that, too. So yeah. <laughs> that might be a little harder to pull off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we got that. Also, uh, Tommy Bradford is not played by Willie Ames, who got pulled in after this episode, too, when they didn't really like, I guess, supposedly his performance wasn't up to snuff. So they, I mean, he had such a small little role. Right, that's know. what I was thinking, too. Yeah, but that and. No, was he uh, the, the oldest, the oldest no, brother? No, Mark Hamill was the oldest. Okay. He gets replaced. Oh, he was, okay. Yeah. So that so they Tommy him with was the, the dude one that doesn't that was, even look like him. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, none of them look like the other one. Although I think, well, I mean, Mark Hamill had blonde hair. The other guy is like dark, dark hair. Dark hair. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, it, it also the sister older. Nancy. She was only I think in this. I can't remember if it was just this episode or multiple. But then she went out to do. Um, she got hired on to do a miniseries Rich Man Poor Man. So she's like, I'm out of here. Ah. Yeah. And then the other one was the mother. Yes, the mother. So I'm like, oh, did they replace her too? And that one's a little sadder of a story. Oh, no. Yeah. She uh, ended up, um, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. I think before this actually started, but right around this time, or at least early in. Because I have a feeling this one, this aired in March, but I think it was uh, taped in uh, like the previous year, you know. Okay, right. And but then I guess uh, her cancer spread, and she died after Jesus. only filming four episodes. Oh God, that's so. But at least with instead of just saying, "Hey, there's this new lady playing the mom," they wrote it in that she died. And oh, okay. So the mother we all know, uh, Betty Buckley. Later, she was. You know, he met her in the show, like, and they, okay. you know, like got married. So, step stepmother. Yeah. And I, you know, again, because I didn't remember the first episodes, I'd forgotten all that whole part. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, I mean, that's a lot of change in a show. You know? Right. Yeah. 
for um, yeah exactly but apparently you know those changes must have contributed to the show because it went on for another you know what several seasons it went for five seasons, seasons total yeah because it just right. got too expensive um and another note on the football game did you notice it was like pretty rough coverage during that game they're yeah, they're, for they're a flag flag football game, the uh, yeah. blocking was pretty intense. It was. All right. Um, so the next thing I have is that uh, Elizabeth, one of the kids, um, she's not wearing her bra, and, the, and mom's not happy. And so they have a discussion about this, and you know, she's like, "Dad, do, do the women at your work wear a bra?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a married man." She's like, "Yeah, but you're not blind." And then, and then he's like, I'm not dumb either, which I thought was perfect. And uh, he just kind of walks away from that. But <laughs> Yeah, as one should. Right, exactly. <laughs> but this was yeah. that whole time period, right? I mean, I think this is a little after a lot of that bra burning, all that kind of stuff. But Right, right. Yeah. Um, I will say that this was the first like use of the last laugh track in the football game where he said, you don't call us the Bradford Brats, and I'm not going to make any proctologist jokes. Although then he says something later to him, which makes me think that he wasn't a proctologist. So I'm like, why did you even make that joke then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, then did you notice Nicholas was going out? He's like, okay, I'm, I'm going out right. or whatever. And they're like, okay, be back at nine. Yeah. Nicholas is like five years old. I mean, I don't know how old he is, but he's like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he it's was dark pretty, out already. Yeah, he uh, he was uh, pretty young to be going out that late, and you know maybe that's why he you know turned to a life of drugs later in life. I don't know. Man, yeah, you need a little supervision there, but and um, then all the kids start coming up. I'm going here. I'm going here. I'm going here. Oh, yeah, and uh, they're like, hey, it's quiet. And then this, oh, they're yeah, because they're hanging out with with their uh, friends. Right. Like Which I guess they ditched all their kids at home and they went back to yeah. their house. It looks like they were drinking like margaritas or something too. Yeah. And then they say something yeah. like, oh, it's quiet. And, um, you know, the mom's like, the other mom's like, well, it's only quiet. and You know, it's only nice when it's the quiet when, until it's not. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, oh, this is where we learn what the name of the episode is for. Oh right, because the friend the friend is saying your house is so fucking chaotic, man. I don't I don't know how you keep it together. I don't know. I don't how even you how... remember their names. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and so that yeah, that's where the the title comes in. And I I don't I mean I don't know it. Do you know it? What? Like what it stood like how it was for the yeah. So the, the kid's it, name. So here, yeah, but do you know their names? No, well, no, but it's. Tom- <laughs> <laughs> So what? Uh, who was the, so who are the kids? David, Mary, Joan, Susan, Nancy, Elizabeth, Tom, and uh, Thomas, and Nicholas. Oh wow, good job! But I, like. I, I'm looking at it right now, so no, oh. I don't have it okay. memorized. So yeah, so it was like uh, what do you, what do you call that? Like a, a mnemonic device. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, that was one of the first early uh, uses of the uh, mnemonic device on television. I say that with no supporting evidence whatsoever, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to guess it's been used prior to this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so basically, yeah, his friend insults him for having too many kids, and and I I gleaned from that when the when the friend's wife was like, you know, it's only 
you know, it's only nice until it's too quiet for, you know. It seemed like that was like a total downer. Like, did they have some kind of tragedy or something? I don't know, because they had all the kids playing football. But yeah, right? It's, you know, it's like, what, did your kids all die in a fire or what? I mean, yeah. I I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe, or maybe that's like a, unless these were different people, but it seemed like the same people. I think it was the same dude for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just brought so I I, I don't know. All right. So now they're going to bed, and and, and they get a phone call, and um, mom picks up the phone, and it's the police. Um, it's a great call to get in the middle of the night. It's a, it's who you know. Okay, the dad's like, okay, who is it? Who who's arrested? Elizabeth for what? Possession of narcotics. <laughs> All right. And how old is she supposed to be in this episode? Like, in real life, she was, like, 15. But I don't know. She it, did not seem that old. No. Like, why Like why are they in bed when she's not home? <laughs> That's what I might want to know. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. Well, I think I know she was 70s, driving the car, so I, I think she was supposed to be 16. Time. She was yeah, driving? Yeah, I think she was driving, and the dude was in the car with her. That's what I got. Well, Okay. Although she did say I would never would have gotten the car if I needed. Yeah, I think he. I think the dude was driving. All right. But yeah, it was. It was. I was. I was wondering about that. Like the other kids were older, for sure. You know, but she seemed a little on the verge. I don't know. So they go to the police station, and she's. I mean, to contribute to why we think she's so young, she's like whining the whole time about. (laughs) She's like, I, I need no, you know. It's like, and I did. My wife did watch this with me. And she's like, oh, it she sounds did. like someone's like pinching her nose while she's talking. <laughs> well, she's um, a little freaked out because she's in juvie. Yeah. Which, well, by the way, wasn't, though, huh? She wasn't freaked out. She's like, Dad, it's yeah. cool. It's just juvie. It's just juvie. Yeah. Have you seen the movie? Oh shit. Bad boys. It? Yeah. Ba- it's almost said bad guys. Yeah. Bad boys. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I'll tell you what, that movie scared the shit out of me. About <laughs> no kidding, I wouldn't jaywalk after seeing that movie. <laughs> By the way, if you have not seen Bad Boys, not the one with Martin Lawrence. No, no. Yeah, uh, this yeah. is the Sean Penn Kids in Juvenile Hall. That is a badass movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. We gotta find. We gotta find an excuse to bend the rules and do that one sometime. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, here I got a clip of her though describing kind of what happened, how okay. she got in trouble with the law. So let me get this going here. We were coming down Central Avenue. Who is we? Ann Stanley. Go on. Anyway, we were coming down Central Avenue, and Stanley went through the stop sign at about a hundredth of a mile an hour. And this pig on a motorcycle was hiding. Now, just hold on. If you want to enlist my sympathies at all, you better start out by telling me about this man on a motorcycle or this officer on a motorcycle or this guy on a motorcycle, whatever. But if you go on calling this motorcycle man a pig, your old dad is going to have a hard time rooting for the home team. Yeah, laying down the law. By the way, it could have been a woman on a motorcycle, too. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the CIA background coming out. Yeah. It's like, you know, respect Maybe. for the officer. Even though we uh, don't know that, yeah. But, yeah, that's a good a good example of the voice you were talking about, though. Yeah, that's a 
horrifying. So it turns but, out you know that's like, a young actress trying to uh, to act. Well, I mean, trying to, <laughs> like you know, probably trying to put a cry into her voice and maybe. Yeah. But yeah, there was something funny though that when she was talking, she's like, um, something about pot. She's like, everyone smokes pot, and. <laughs> And so there was some kind of pills, and we find out later. She's like, "Amphetamines are a bummer. I know that, <laughs> but so yeah, and so that's yeah. what turns it into a felony, I guess. Right, right. But by the uh, way, did you know she during the run of this show gets married in real life? No way. Right. So she was born in '59. So what year that was the show at? Seventy. Six. So she was like, yeah. she was like eighteen when this started, which okay. she didn't look it. But of course, it was you know she was probably seventeen, and you know so she was twenty one or twenty two when it ended. So she got married pretty young, probably around you know nineteen or whatever, uh, I guess, right? But it turns out she uh, married a guy, uh, you know, uh, Hal Needham, the stuntman, his kid. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So I wonder if her kids went into uh, stunt work. Uh, who knows? Yeah. She's 63 right now, so you know, oh. if you want to feel old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, and then the, the dad's talking to, like, the sergeant there. And he's like, yeah, and I, like, how much time could she do for this? And you know, he's like, you know, it could be six months to a year, basically. So he, he freaks out and jumps on the horn. Not sure who he called, CIA contact or something, but he was uh, <laughs> s- someone hooking him up with a lawyer. Yeah. And then as he's on the phone outside, he's uh, getting a parking ticket. Oh, yeah. The, the cop is writing so, up a parking ticket. The guy's down on his luck right there. Yeah. But, yeah, he's he's got a lawyer ready. He's, you know, he's ready to go. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's see what's that. Oh, she did say to his mom, his mom, the mom, like when she's alone with her talking about, you know, the pills, I didn't know they were there. She's like, you know, what am I supposed to do when I see them? Make a citizen's arrest? Yeah. <laughs> Gomer Pyle. Yeah. Um, so here she's in trouble. But, uh, where are we at we, here? We go to breakfast oh, the next Yeah, time. we go to breakfast where they got four toasters lined up and they're just. It's it's like a scene from um, it's Thanksgiving Charlie Brown where they're just making all that toast. Remember, right, right. <laughs> Same idea. They probably got that from the the peanuts because that was obviously before this. And they're doing that. Um, and then we see David. He's uh, in the kitchen drinking some tomato juice. A little bit uh, hungover, I guess. Right. Dad calls him out on it. Right. I don't know how old he's supposed to be in this, but he's already been in college. I dropped out and working, so at least, well, I was going to say, I don't know if he'd have to be 21. Would the drinking yeah, age be 21 then? Oh, I don't know. I could have been younger. Yeah, it could have been 18 still. Regardless, yeah. he's out there. But Tom says they got, you know, they have to get a, they're going to have to get a good lawyer to get her off, and it's not cheap. It's 1500 bucks. I'm like, that's fucking cheap. <laughs> Yeah, right. If you're going to pay 1500 yeah. bucks to get out of jail time for a drug possession charge or whatever, that's pretty fucking good. It's not bad. Not now, bad. I don't know how much it would cost, but it wouldn't be about, you know. I'd, I'd add another zero to that. At least, at least, right? Yeah, yeah. I would think. Yeah. But and then, then um, 
So Tom's giving David a hard time about, you know, staying out late, being hungover in the morning. He's like, you know, let's take the garbage out or whatever. Um, so the two of them are bringing the garbage out. Then they're, like, coming back up the driveway arguing, like, lunatics about, <laughs> like, David's all pissed off that the dad's, you know, working to get her off. Um I'm not really sure. I feel like they're just arguing for the sake of arguing. You know how like right. well, sometimes family, family yeah. members take different positions just to piss each other right. off. Right. Exactly. Well, he's arguing at first that, you know, he doesn't know if Elizabeth even wants his help. But two, he's like, if you help her, you have to help the dude too. I got a clip of that. But, you know, because he's like, because it's going to make her look like she ratted him out to get easier right. jail time. So. But I'm like, what is he, like a fucking drug dealer? So it's got to work. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got to roll on him, man. Yeah, so hold on. Listen, I know we've got a lot of kids in that house. I don't recall Stanley as being one of them, oh, David. Dad, it's just dumb. Why is that dumb? Because if they if they reduce the charges for Elizabeth and not for her boyfriend, it's going to look like she finked on him or something. Oh, come on. That's so ridiculous. No, no I'm serious, really. I, I just don't think you have the right to make her look like that in front of her friends. No right at all. Wait, wait, hold, hold on. No, no right, did you say? Yes. I have no right to try and keep a felony conviction off my daughter's record. My daughter. That shit got heated. Yeah, I don't know why I cut off like that. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, they get very heated and they're yelling at each other pretty loud. And now the whole family's out there listening. Right. And Nicholas basically jumps in with the guinea pig is dying or something like that. I don't know what he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toby's dead. <laughs> Was that what he said? Yeah. And they're all like they all come to halt in their tracks, like, what? What is this kid talking about? Who's, who's Toby? Who's Toby? What's going on? But yeah, it turns out like the guinea pig in class is sick, and so that makes him stop. He's you know smart well, kid. He choked on a carrot. That's the story. <laughs> they couldn't do the Heimlich on the guinea pig. Yeah, I guess no one caught it in time. But <sighs> um, yeah. So go ahead. Okay, so then in the next scene, here's something you want to try at work. <laughs> Um, Tom asks a woman at work if uh, he's like, hey, you know, do the women here wear bras? <laughs> and, you know, then he kind of moves on and, so, you know, talking about uh, Mr. Wright. That's the name of his lawyer. If he calls, he's telling her, like, you know, let him know. And then he's like talking about his kid getting his tonsils out because it's another hundred bucks, which, again, is cheap as hell. Right. That's just like copay or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I get charged that for walking into the hospital. <laughs> um, so he, he asked her, hey, did you wear a bra when you had your tonsil second? <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is going this is going south. But, yeah. Um, apparently that's cool. That's, like, that's like a scene they'd use now for telling you what not to do at work. Right. That's in your work video, your <laughs> sexual harassment video yeah. that you have to watch every year. Remember uh, this scene. Remember this scene from Eight of the Night. Do not do this. Do not be yeah. Mr. That Tom would be Brad. great. That's how they should make those scenes from television. <laughs> but, uh, um, then th- then David was, comes in, right? Yeah. Did you get more on Browse? No. Sorry, I was. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, David comes in, fixes a ribbon on the typewriter for his old man, and he's like, "Hey, um, look, I, you know." We got in a big fight. We kind of do that all the time. I think it's, you know, time I move out of the house. 
And the dad, you know, he seems pretty, he's quiet, but he seems pretty upset about it. Which, you know, understandable, kind of came out of, came out of nowhere. But. Yeah. You would think he'd be a little happy to be down to seven. Right, right. <laughs> so um, I, I do want to say, uh, before, when he's talking about his friend or whatever, the lawyer calling, because one of his friends calls and wants to know if he could bail and go golfing. But it turns oh, out, is that what that oh, was? Okay. What? Well, yeah, but it turns out he's got to give Nicholas a tour of the hospital before that tonsillectomy. So you know, so he's yeah. not scared, which makes sense. I th- I remember doing that with my daughter when she had her tonsils out. Okay. There was a whole thing like you brought them all in, like they brought like seven kids in that were all getting them done like within the next two weeks, and like a full got, trip. Yeah, basically, you got to go on a little tour, and they tell you all the things, and they tell the parents things like, "Do not." Do not repeat. Do not get behind in the pain meds. Keep the pain meds, even if they're saying they're fine. Keep giving it to them. And it was yeah. One day I remember going to the doctor actually with my daughter. You know, as a follow up, and there was one kid there with her mom that was there. She's like, yeah, she won't eat. She's in too much pain. Like, well, did you get behind in the pain meds? Yeah, she did. Yeah. There you go. So if you have little kids and they're going to get their tonsils out. Keep giving them the pain meds every however many hours they tell you. Don't stop. Dope them up. Yes. All right. So they go to the hospital. And they find out that it's Dr. Himmler. And Bradford's like, well, that's good. That's going to be, you know, a little uh, Nazi uh, humor there. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just to go along with everything. Right. So, and then when they're standing there, some dude walks up and says, hey, Joan. And keeps walking, and Tom's like, who's that dude? And um, she, then she goes over and starts talking to him. She's like, uh, who's who's the dude? And it turns out she, he's an architect that, without telling her husband about it, she commissioned him to design an expansion for their bedroom, and that's going to cost $575 for the plans. Right. Which, again, yeah. seems kind of cheap, but... Right. And the problem here is uh, the bills are stacking up at the, the right. Bradford household. So we've got $100 for Nicholas, $1,500 for the uh, drug addict daughter, and now the wife's uh, affair with the <laughs> architect is going to run them $575. So. Right. And now it's starting to make a little sense. Because like at first I'm like, how is this dude, as a they call him a reporter, handling eight kids? <laughs> and a How house. does he have time for this shit? How does he have money for any of this shit? Yeah, right. But I mean, I know times were different then. But now, now, now they're like, okay, now we're really stretched thin. I don't think this is gonna work. Um, and then, oh, she she says something about she knows they don't have all the money for this, and she starts saying something. It seemed like they were setting it up where she wanted to go back to work, but then nothing else was said. Right. Oh, oh! I didn't catch that. But. Yeah, that's what I—that's what I assume. Maybe she's like, "Yeah, I know we don't have the money." All right, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So then All they're right. when they're they made up with Nicholas. He's talking to the doctor, and he's like, "Well," and then Nicholas is like, "Dad, look, they give you these little things, and you could—it's like a balloon you blow in, and then or whatever. That's like to put you out." He's like, "Does that come in a thirty-nine regular?" Oh yeah, yeah. So you don't feel pain. That's right. Exactly. Uh, that was a good joke. Right. I think there was a laugh track on that one. Yeah. 
And then we uh, we jump back to David in his room. Um, he's packing up his albums, getting ready to go. I don't know if you noticed that gigantic wallet in his back pocket. But <laughs> no. Did it have a chain? I no, it didn't, but it okay. should have. It was like sticking halfway out. And, no, I didn't see that. You know, it was definitely longer than the length of his pocket. But um, and then the mom comes in with some empty boxes, and you know she's just kind of sad. Tells him you know they're gonna miss him, and it's a little you know mother son bonding sad moment, and she leaves. And um, he's like, like mom, every, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, everyone in the entire house is in the hallway right outside the door when she walks out. <laughs> He's like, Mom, I got to leave to go save the galaxy. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they want to talk to the dad. I guess right. the kids are all. They're all in the school. hallway, like, yelling, is dad awake? I'm like, well, yeah. he is now. <laughs> you want to talk to dad? But so, it turns out he's in the room watching family slides by himself <laughs> in the dark yeah he's like got weird. the the slide projector set up in his room like what do they it's need an expansion for <laughs> the, right this room is big enough for like a slideshow i think it's plenty big and then all the kids come in right so it's big enough for the slideshow and all the kids <laughs> and the parents right so maybe they're asking a little too much with the expansion Oh, and then he lectures to the kids that like, look, look. I don't know what you guys want to talk to me about, but you know, I'm not going to apologize to David. I didn't do anything wrong, and they're all like, Dad, why don't you chill out and like wait till we ask you, <laughs> you know, the question before you go on. So he's like, Oh, okay. And it turns out they really just want to know who gets his room, David's room, when he moves out. Valid question. Yeah. Obviously, it should go to the oldest. Who is, sh- is still sharing a room, in my opinion, right? I, I would agree with that. That's logical. Or you might want to hold off on doing anything and see if the move out is permanent. You know? Right. So you might want to. I do like there was one to. joke in there. He's like, one day they're on the you know they're on the potty, and the next day they're smoking pot. I don't know who why he said yeah. that. But, yeah, there's a, a lot of pot references in this. Very seventies. Yeah. Oh, and at first, like, he says something, too, because he makes a, a statement about something like, hey, you know, I lo- know Elizabeth didn't want a lawyer, whatever. He's like, She's like, no, I don't have a problem with that. I just want to, you know, that's when the room came out. Um, yeah. Okay, so then it's the middle of the night, early morning, something like that. Something like that. Uh, down the, ba- uh, the kitchen, the, which is pretty large which i guess you would need for eight kids um again don't know why they need an expansion so mom is down there and i think it was was it um which daughter was it that came down don't ask me i would i I think it was mary right it is mary yeah Yeah. i only know it because i wrote it down yeah so mary comes down and or yeah she's like hey what are you doing up and you know she tell or the mom says that to her and she's like ah I got to go watch bats in a lab. Watch them wake right. up. I'm like, wake up. So that's what makes me think maybe it's the middle of the night because don't most aren't bats nocturnal, so they'd be waking up in the middle yeah. of the night. She did say you're eating pizza for breakfast or something. I thought right. She said, but. And she's like, you're eating cold pizza. I'm like, do you not understand how good cold pizza is? <laughs> right. That's how why. have you lived your entire life and not know 
with cold pizza. Now, having cold pizza with milk, maybe I can get on board with that being a little weird because I'm not a milk fan yeah. myself. But sure, sure. So yeah, it's then a lot of dairy. They have a little talk. That's when she we find out that some kids are giving her shit for having a big family or something. I don't know. She's like, Mom, she why did you to it, stop having kids? She, yeah, she refers to it as um, she's getting some deedling yeah. from the kids. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with that term. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, no, needling. You never heard of that? Yeah. It's like, no, that's like playful. Like, I consider that like a playful making fun of, you know what I mean? Like, you're huh. not really being okay. mean about it. But, you know, she wants to know why they didn't stop. And she's like, well, to be honest, four of you guys were accidents. <laughs> right. She's like, what? She's like, that's not nice. <laughs> right. So it's like, Jesus. So then, like, you know, she's like, yeah, it's not that you weren't loved or anything, you know. Just, that's just how we it just worked. didn't want you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, not her. She would have been fine. I think it would have been like Elizabeth Down would have been, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Again, that's why Nicholas turned to a life of drugs in real life. <laughs> right. A coping mechanism. But um, So then she leaves to go check out the bats. And, of course, what does she do? She leaves everything behind in the kitchen. The milk's still out. The cup's still on the table. Mom will take care of that. Um, it's the 70s. Yeah. yeah, it's the 70s. Moms take care of everything. All right, so what happens so, now? So that then I think Nicholas... Had surgery off camera, um, and he's fine. We're at the hospital room, um, and Tom makes a call from the hospital room because, you know, it's got to continue business or whatever. I don't know who he calls, but he's got to make he sure there's no the, leads on his, you know, yeah, any stories. The, yeah, there's no scoop. Um, there's a big fire at the old mill. <laughs> <laughs> he finds out that the lawyer will be in town. Now, that's pretty cool. You get an expensive lawyer from out of town to come in. Right. For 1500 bucks. Came in yeah, from right. out of town. Right. And he's flying back out. That right there. Even back then, though, tickets were expensive on airplanes. Yeah. But uh, so that was kind of a short scene there. But then we see um, Tom driving, I guess, driving home in his sweet station wagon. I think it was like green with simulated wood grain on the side. It was very cool. And there's a kid ripping down the sidewalk on like an old school skateboard. Um, you know, the kind where when you hit like the line in the sidewalk, you usually like project <laughs> you get off the skateboard. <laughs> yeah. You went forward and the skateboard went backwards. So you yeah, learned that, all about inertia right there. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I mean, it's <laughs> the cooler kids were able to do it, but um, – and then I'm not sure what the hell was going on here, but it seemed like all his kids were on the back of some, like, pickup truck or a, kind of not even a pickup truck. What the hell was that? But they just drive away. It, They're all like, bye, Dad. Never yep. exp- it's never explained. Like, they might have been abducted, and we don't even exactly. know. Exactly. That's human trafficking. Because he's even, like, dumbfounded by it. Like, who is – what is this going on? Like, I don't think it was David driving. It was, like, some old man. Who knows? Right? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, who was? <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. It it's like it's like something was edited out, like that, like they cut a they cut something <laughs> later to explain it, but they just left this scene in. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They just want yeah, basically they, they wanted everyone to be leaving, so he goes home and it's a <laughs> quiet house. And they're like, how are we going to get these eight kids out of here? <laughs> Put them in the back of a big truck and drive right, away. Right, exactly. And then he when he goes into the house and he's like surprised that nobody's home. He just saw them all leaving in the back of the truck. 
but he's walking around. Hello? Hello? Anyone home? Um, and then he goes, he goes up the stairs and, oh, as he's going up the stairs, like the little wooden knob on the top of the railing breaks off. So it's just like, you know, shit, what, like one more thing to add to the repair <laughs> list. By uh, the way, when he comes in, he never shuts the door behind him and he just keeps going in the house. I don't oh, know if wow. you noticed that. No. I would think even in acting, you would shut the door, right? I mean, just <laughs> habitual. Maybe they didn't but, want the noise. Yeah. Um, but Tom's bummed out. Yeah. Um, it's, silence is sometimes not so terrific. He even says it under his voice. Yeah. At first, I thought he said children. <laughs> sometimes they're not so terrific. I'm like, wow, that's pretty harsh. But you're right. So, yeah. So when he goes upstairs, though, he goes to David's room and goes and look at his empty room. And my first thought is, one, need some paint. Two, yes. was he smoking in his room the whole time? Like, <laughs> the fu- like you could see the where, everything, <laughs> where everything was on the wall. Now, I know it gets dirty, right? And po- you know, posters and stuff was going to... But, but this was yeah. extreme. Like, yeah. it was it was. I pretty- think it was for, for a fact. But- no, I know. It was, to, you but- know... But yeah, otherwise it's like some heavy smog. Air right. That was like what my mom's house was like after like 40 <laughs> years of smoking cigarettes. <laughs> All right. So then what? he goes to the the architect's house. Right. He goes to the architect's house because he can't pay the guy. Uh, right. So like, and I, I don't think he called ahead because he just knocked on the door. He right. must have looked him up on the phone book, right? Knocked on the door, and the kid answers right. like, "Hey, can I see your dad?" Right, used to happen back in the day. Although, did when Forster came to the door, did he know who he was? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't remember. I can't remember either. But he's like, whatever. He's like, yeah, you know, come on in. The den's right around the corner here. Right. I still don't know why Mrs. Bradford didn't introduce him when they were at the hospital. <laughs> like. No, right? Why wouldn't you say, oh, by the way, this is my husband. You know, we were right. doing those plans. This is for our, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So they go in the den, and I was sort of expecting to see Mike Brady's office. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, by, you know, fellow architect in the 70s. But um, so he tell, basically tells the guy, hey, look, you know, I, I can't pay you. I, I want to work on a payment schedule. And the guy gets kind of pissed. Yeah. You know, he's um he's getting kind of pissed and then he gets interrupted with a phone call. And the kid comes to, you know, says dad, you know, whatever the doctor's on the phone. So he picks up the phone and he's, he's you know, a lot of uh-huh, okay, yeah, right? Okay. You know, so we don't know who, what's going on. And then he gets off the phone, tells the kid, "Hey, well, there's there's no change one way or another." So the kid's kind of relieved. Walks away, and then not really uh, relieved though. I don't know. Well, no, no. I mean, just yeah. I mean, as relieved as you could be with that answer to whatever might be happening. Um, and then he, now he's really kind of pissed, and he calls Bradford a, a deadbeat. Yeah, I got a clip of some of that talk. Okay, all right, let's hear it. Yeah, because it's yeah, yeah. This is heated. Yeah. You know, uh, Mr. Bradford, I pay my bills. I'm not a deadbeat. And frankly, I didn't think you were either. I'm not a deadbeat, Mr. Forrester, or I wouldn't be here now, would I? You want to know what the problem in this world is, uh, Mr. Bradford? Is that people 
don't realize that they have to pay as they go along. You see, they want to uh, mortgage their future. If I could get $100 a month together, would that be all right? And that is not edited. That's how that conversation went. Right. And like, I don't, it almost seemed like, again, something was edited out. Like, that speech was longer, right? Because yeah. Bradford's just listening and goes from, like, zero to 100. <laughs> right? He's just got a temper, man. <laughs> but then, CIA. He could have put right. that guy through the wall. Look, I could. I don't know. I, I could have, have, have you killed. Fucking take you down. <laughs> and then, um, yeah. then the guy drops the bomb that his kid has leukemia. I'm like, right. Jesus. Like, that's who he was talking to, the doctor. And then, like, and then he's kind of like, you know, I don't know, he, he says a little bit more about it, but then he pauses, like, so is six months okay? You know, that'd be right. six months if you did $100 a month. He's like, Bradford's like, yeah. And then, like, that's it. Well, he's like, hey, can I use your phone? Oh, yeah. Then he's like, can I use your phone after begging for money? It's a toll call. I'm going to call China. Is that all right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But he calls his wife to get David's address. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. This I'm guy is like... Insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy is like, just drops a bomb that his kid's got leukemia. You just asked him for an extension on paying him off. And you're like, oh, can I cut, make a phone call here real quick? <laughs> right. Let me just keep intruding on your life. Right. But... Like, how far is his house? He could have driven home and asked his wife this question. <laughs> right, right. And you really, you don't know where your kid moved to? Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so he goes over to to uh, David's apartment. Not sure what he's going to do there at first, but uh, he goes in, you know, he goes up to the door, knocks, and is, does he say who is it? And he says it's his dad. I can't remember if he says anything. I don't think so. I think he just opens the door. Okay. So he opens the door, and Tom comes in and starts to talk to him, but then <laughs> we see a bra leg on the floor. Or on the bed or whatever, right? Woohoo! Yeah, he's either he's like, either you're a transvestite or I'm intruding. I'm like, Oof. that one doesn't stand up to the t- to time. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he goes to leave. Like he's like mad that he's got a girl over there. I'm like, dude, he's got his own place now. This is what do you? Right? He's an adult. But then he goes to leave, and then. I don't does he stay like facing the door, but he says, Hey, I love you no matter what, no matter if we fight or not or whatever. Yeah. I guess that's just what he wanted to say after hearing about the guy having kids having leukemia. Right, right. And uh I I thought maybe he was going there to ask him for a few hundred bucks so he could give it to Forrester <laughs> to shut him up. Oh. But he now, I was pretty sure that's why you heard that the kid had leukemia, so I was pretty sure that's why he was going around. Yeah. Um and then yeah, and then he just leaves. He drives away. Yeah, just goes back home David to the seven other kids. Yeah, and then um, I think then we just wrap things back up with the you know it's the next week and it's picnic time. It's football football, game time. <laughs> football Sunday. Yeah, and um, you know the game is in motion, and the mom's filling in because David isn't there, but then David pulls up, and you know, just as like I don't know there's a kickoff or something. And Tom, like, turns to see David, and he gets hit in the head with the football. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think his wife yells out, David, he turns, like, bonk. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, 
just to kind of put some closure on things. David comes in, he he like, the, you know, Tom makes all the calls for the you know in the huddle, and David's like, no, why don't we do this? And he like changes it all up, and uh, you know, I guess showing. I don't know what that's symbolizing some independence or that. Yeah, that they're, you know, you know understanding each other. Because he yeah. says, hey, why don't you go long, Dad, instead of me? I'll throw it. Right. Right. He's like, I always go long. So he does, and that's what they do. And um, he misses the ball just like it happened last time. Right. It's all good. And I will say so- in the first step, the first beginning one, when they show Tom launch the ball, he throws it like freaking 50 yards. <laughs> well, yeah. he's got an arm. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, and that was it. Yeah, that was the end. That was it. That was it. You know, looking back, there was a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, it feels like you know, a lot happening. Well, it's the first episode. On. They gotta get you yeah, like all caught up on who everyone is. You know, yeah, who's gonna be the troublemakers? You know, obviously Elizabeth's gonna be a troublemaker. I'm just kidding. Right. Yeah, and the other girls are just gonna be like. Like, how would you like to be the middle child? I mean, I know there's no real middle because it's even number, but of eight kids, right? Yeah. You just totally get lost in the shuffle. I mean, yeah, like, Nicholas is, like, five, and David's, like, (laughs) 20-something. I mean, it could be his kid, you know? It's weird. Pretty much, yeah. I think Nicholas is, like, more like eight, but, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But that was... uh, Yeah, that was it. Eight is enough. And you didn't like it, you said, right? This was, um, you said one was enough? <laughs> yeah, one was enough. I don't think, I mean, uh, I I think I saw a couple episodes as a kid, and I was like, yeah, not for me. And um, I think I that feeling stands. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. It's not as, like, funny and humorous as, like, a, like a Brady Bunch, right, with a bunch of kids. It's just no, like. right. More real life stuff that would happen with family, and that's kind of yeah. Who needs kinda that? Boring for you, yeah, right? We all we all live that shit. We yeah, don't need to exactly. Watch it, but but yeah, yeah, that was I don't know. It was. Did you fine. watch it as kid? I mean, did you? Was that a, it doesn't make your... me want to go back and like binge binge the series or anything like that. No. By the way, all the episodes are on Tubi. Yes, Tubi that's where TV. I watched it. To be, so, to be or not to yeah. be, yeah. So Mike doesn't like it. What do you guys think? Did you watch Eight Is Enough growing up? Did you like it? Did you have any thought either way about it? Did you wish that Mark Hamill had stayed in the whole time? I will say Mark Hamill was a little less whiny in this than he was in the first Star Wars movie, at least the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. A little. Uh, but he also seemed a little young to be playing someone moving out of the house. I mean, yeah, I know back did. then, like, kids moved out at, like, 18, like unless they were in college, you know, and then they would go to college or whatever. But I know a lot of kids, like, they're like, hey, I'm 18, I'm out. Yeah. But, of course, at, back then at 18, working a job, you can get enough money to afford an apartment where. Right. Now college probably was isn't not... so much the case. <laughs> Yeah, college was not as uh, prominent, I guess, back then. Well, I don't even mean that. I just mean, like, even if you... I did. uh, (laughs) I mean, it wasn't, right? It also wasn't as expensive. True, right. So, oh, wow. So I'm looking up Mark Hamill. 
information about him. He got married like a year after that show. And they're still Jeez. married. So he made show older. inspired people. He was yeah. born in fifty one. So what year did I say that show was? Seventy seven. Seventy seven. So he was like twenty six years old. What? Does that seem right? He looked like he was like eighteen. I mean, yeah. Young, but, he did. You know. All right. So that's it. Yeah. I got nothing really else to say about it. It was fine. It yeah. just Yeah, I mean it was fine. I'm t- um, I didn't hate it. It's just not my thing. Right. It seemed like a show right. was kind of boring. And I want to, I do want to say, too, that this show, when you said it, and I used to do this all the time as a kid, even though it doesn't make sense. Remember the show Family? Yeah. So when you said A is Enough, I pictured Family in my brain, like that oh, show. Right. And yeah. I used to do that back then. Because these shows, were they on, like, the same time? I, I vaguely remember Family. Like yeah. Vaguely. That's where Christy McNichol was in that one. I think I kind of had yeah. a little crush on her when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. That's about all I remember about the show. And that was kind of the same idea. It was just like a family drama show. Sure. So that's it. Yeah. All right. Let us us know what you think. If you enjoyed It Is Enough as a kid and maybe who your favorite kid was. (laughs) Or if if one was enough for you as well. Yeah. (laughs) Or was one enough. All right. Uh, For this episode of I Used to Watch This, I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.